Hey everybody, it's Michael from Fantasy Movie Mashup, coming from traffic on 270. Hot off the I-270 presses. <laughs> so we wanted to get a podcast out to y'all a little bit later uh, than our Tuesday schedule, but uh, we went last night uh, to a later showing of the new Dave Batista movie, Stubert. Stubert. It was actually really good for what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to put a, a qualifier in there in the essence of if you're going there for like mindless entertainment, I would I I say it was it was good. I mean, if if you're looking for like classic comedy gold, not there. There are pieces in the movie that were truly comedy gold were good. I felt like the the two actors worked really well together. The only issue I had with the entire movie um, was it was a little short in the sense of it didn't wrap up a lot of the plot lines that they created. Um, But I would go ahead and say, you know, cue it for this one. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like Stuber is a mere reflection of what's like happening in the NBA. You know how like all these teams are like trying to balance themselves out with uh with all the trade deals. I feel like Stuber is trying to recreate another duo like The Rock and Kevin Hart. Like I feel like they're trying to do that formula of muscly brute with witty dad bod. Although Kevin uh, Hart... Let's be honest. They've been, I, I actually... Everybody goes to The Rock and Kevin Hart. That's incorrect. The first the first team like that was my boy Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. <laughs> well, technically, if you want to go like the throwback, it would have to be, what, Dean Martin and Jerry Lee Lewis? <laughs> yeah, but to be honest... Neither one of those were jacked. Oh yeah, Dean Martin wasn't wasn't so like our the first, version of Jack now. <laughs> yeah, the first Jack to small comedian uh, duo was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. <laughs> and um, to I, this day, how they try to make us believe they were twins? God, that mean, was so amazing. Uh, that's clearly an example of like no fucks given like you're just gonna you're just gonna believe it because i told you to believe it (laughs) um but overall i think the the uh the movie was good enough to go see in the movie theater if you want to just go for a quick laugh you're having a bad day uh it's not gonna be it's not step brothers it's not like the the perfect comedy gold but it will get a few laughs out of you um I think it uh, really shows that Dave, DePista, uh, Dave Batista has some depth within him. Uh, but at the first part of the movie, all you can really see is Drax. Uh, then he starts to like change a little bit. Uh, but overall, I'm gonna cue it. What are you? What are you giving it? I would. I would definitely. I would cue it. I don't know if I would like pay like non-matinee prices like I feel like I would go watch this maybe on a Saturday early showing where you get that little like that nice little family discount um I thought it was fun it was entertaining um I I like uh Dave Batista. I think if you really want to see his like acting chops even though it was a smaller role he wasn't in it too much 
I actually recommend people to go watch, um, what is it, Blade Runner uh, 2049. Oh, is it? I I still haven't seen Blade Runner. Yeah, Um, I mean, it's, first off, Blade, Blade Runner is an amazingly beautiful, stunning sci-fi world creation. The original and the newest one. I mean... I've seen the original. I've never seen the newest one. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the newest one uh, picks up where the where the last one left off, uh, especially from special and visual effects. But uh, Dave Bautista's in the movie and I, I actually think he was able... Because I feel like it's easy for these guys to play the action hero. I mean, they have the, the physique for it. Much like The Rock um, has a wrestling background. So you already know that they they could play off the fighter. Uh, so it's always interesting to see. I, I like the idea of going into comedy to, to show that I, I'm not just a serious person. I can also play the exact opposite, which is, which is a comedic role. Um, but personally flexing your acting skills, I like to see what you can do in a drama. And I think Dave uh, Batista did a, a really good job in Blade Blade Runner 2049, even though it was like a smaller role. Um, so I, I, yeah, definitely cue it. Don't expect um, like Monty Python. I, I, I feel like go in there with just no expectations. I agree. Um, I, I will say if you if you want to see something else where like it's a, a different version of Dave Batista and it's more of like a villain version. Uh, I think it's called it's uh, the Rizza movie with the Man of the Iron Fist. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, where he's a really he's a villain. Uh, so um, it's kind of good to see that, and I think he's also a villain in the the Kickboxer with uh, George Saint Pierre as well. He's also uh, he's actually if you really think about it right now, he's played the villain quite a few times because he was also the villain in um, uh, James Bond. Um, Spectre. Oh yeah, they, he was. Yeah. He was kind of like a. He was like an odd job knockoff. Like they kind of almost portrayed him as like an okay. odd job character. Um, but this brings us to our next segment, and I, 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 I kind of came up with a segment based off of like the way this movie was, and then we're bringing up The Rock and Kevin Hart. Who do you think the next duo could be with a action star comedy? Comedian, comedian, action star, mashup. Um, Oh man, that's that's really good. Uh, Or even looking in the past, who do you think should have been uh, an action star comedian duo? Okay, so this came up just now in my head, so I'm just gonna roll with it. One because it's still borrowing through my formula of like an actual fighter with a comedian. Only I feel like this mashup would be. I, I don't. I actually don't know if he would be able to play a serious role. But could you imagine like uh, a Brendan Shop and Theo Vaughn like action comedy movie? Their their uh, <laughs> their podcast uh, uh, the. Uh, Sting and the King, <laughs> legitimately, it is basically an action comedy show. But I don't think Brandon could play a serious right. action hero, <laughs> to be honest. I think he's too silly, uh, but that would be kind of funny to see them in a movie together. Like, it would almost have to be, like, the opposite, where you would have to have, like, 
Theo Vaughn play the serious character. Like he's like the serious police <laughs> officer with a mullet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Brendan Schaub is like the goofball. Like, I, I feel like you could do some sort of like, like bad boys storyline where he's like a, an ex fighter who decided to just retire and then becomes a, a cop or some shit like that. <laughs> Um, oh my god! Could you imagine like a Lethal Weapon reboot? It would. It literally in my head, it would be a movie of Lethal Weapon. Forget the show, forget the, the show that they came out. Just reboot it with Theo Vaughn as Mel Gibson. Wow. <laughs> now, like looking at the past with like comedians and uh, and action stars, I actually kind of want to see like a like a Dolph Lundgren like. Chris Rock. Oh my gosh. Like total opposites. Like 100% opposites. Because Dolph Lundgren's had some like funny quotes and stuff in movies, but you take somebody that's absolutely ridiculous, like an Eddie Murphy or a Chris Rock at the time that was like such a big star themselves, um, that would be kind of a funny matchup. What if you did like, um, What's his name? Um, from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Um, he used to be... Uh, the kid from uh, How I Met Your Mother? No, the the guy from uh, Get Him to the Greek. Um, oh, the... Married to Katy Perry. Why? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm um, refusing to Google. I want it to come to my head. I know who you're talking about. He has the curly hair... Uh, has like a rock star vibe, but he's yeah. a stand-up comedian. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure somebody listening to this podcast right now is yelling, is, yeah, and like, telling us who the name is. Uh, Russell Brand. Russell, Russell Brand. Brand. Woo! Yeah. I need that pressure. I need that pressure. That person yelling <laughs> at us in the podcast. To remember, I want like. A, could you imagine like a Russell Brand? What would it be like? A Russell Brand Tom Hardy? Would it? Nah, you need somebody like super Jack with. Uh, with Russell Brand like uberly jacked John Cena and Russell Brand John Cena and Russell Brand where we get maybe this could be you know I don't know if we could get enough people to just watch this as a standalone so what if this was like uh, Daddy's Home 3 where now we're not following um, (laughs) what's his name we're not following uh, Mark Wahlberg and um Will Ferrell, we're following John Cena because you know how he's one of the yeah the stepdad. Yeah, he's one that he's the like biological father of Mark Wahlberg's uh, stepdaughter. Yeah, 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 we follow him and Russell Brand. Like, th- like this is a, a daddy's home three where he gets to have custody of the kids, and they do some like silly rom com thing where we find out that he's a cop. I don't know why it's centered around a cop, but in my head it is. I think it, it kind of has to be in the sense of... Because then you can get away with the stuff you're getting away with. Yeah, I feel like... Because in, in Stuber, for instance, you know, but Batista is a cop. And they actually have to do, like, an impairment to make this whole plot line believable. Um, so, what would be the believable thing? Like, let's say we do make this movie with John Cena and Russell Brand. What is it that makes, like, what what could possibly Russell Brand bring to the table 
that like John Cena would need in order to complete whatever the objective is. I in feel this movie. like Russell Brand kind of looks like a like an ex drug user. I mean, he was an ex drug user, but this is what I'm saying. <laughs> He's a like, recovered drug user. So like in that, He's a British Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> in that instance, like he could play like an like a junkie that knows about drug deals that are going down. And he's trying to turn his life around. And then John Cena's trying to bust this one dude. So you could play that route. Or you could play Russell Brand as like his like stepbrother that got into some bad stuff. That now is uh, trying to move forward. <laughs> I could see both of those things working in the movie. Um, and we already know that Cena can do comedy. Because that movie he did with the the daughter was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Was it uh, Cockblockers? Yeah. That movie was low-key hilarious. And I... I that, That's big words coming from me because when I first saw the trailer for that movie, I was just like, this is stupid. This is so gimmicky. Uh, it's going to be dumb. It's, act, it's not going to be funny. And I watched it, and I was actually... I was impressed. I mean, again, it's not like... It's not going to go into the pantheons of, of com- uh, comedy classics, but for for just like kind of witty um, socio. The problem with some of these movies is that they're they're not timeless, so they're they're definitely. I think they lose their fun factor the farther away you get from the time period in which they are. Like you you have to know what's going on during that time period to really find some of the jokes funny. So for us now, it would be funny. I feel like it wouldn't measure, it wouldn't last the test of time with like future generations because they won't get it. it. It won't be relatable to them. But it was really good. What if it was Daddy's Home 3 where John Cena hooks up with this woman and Russell Brand ha- is his stepson now? Oh, <laughs> like <dude>. John, <laughs> and he like, and it's all about John Cena. Basically, John Cena trying to um, reform Russell Brand and have him like actually take his life seriously. But then Russell Brand, in turn, teaches John Cena that not everything in life has to be serious and to enjoy the small moments. I feel like yeah. that's a that's a pretty good. <laughs> And I feel like I want Russell Brand's character from Forgetting Sarah Marshall to be the, the character. And just because he's like that rock star that's like truly is in that, that whole fake yoga chakras, like legitimately like every other person is just getting into yoga. <laughs> yes. This is a good this tape. We're borrowing from the we're borrowing from the Fast and the Furious makeup, where we're just like taking uh, either celeb or like Expendables, where you're taking um, famous celebrities and putting them in the movie just to attract viewers. In this one, we're we're attracting the deep Daddy's Home franchise supporters, but we're also attracting those forget forgetting Sarah Marshall. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is literally Russell Brand's character from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Maybe we make it right after the whole Forgetting Sarah Marshall stuff, or a couple years afterwards. Because they broke up at the end. He right. To find a new girl, he finds a new girl. He falls in love. He doesn't understand why being... no why his relationships don't last. 
John Cena teaches him how to... Oh, dude, we can call this Hitch 2. <laughs> now it's Hitch 2. <laughs> Hitch 2. John Cena is the ladies' man. Oh, man, that makes no sense at all. But I think it would be hilarious. <laughs> or what if it was Daddy's Home 3, Hitch... It, the Hitchening. Or Daddy's Home 3, Hitch. Or Forgetting Mr. Hitch. I don't know. <laughs> God, that would be rough. That would be rough. <laughs> that, I, I feel like, how many episodes are we in? And this is truly the first, like, Frankenstein mashup movie that we have created. It's taken did, this long, but we I disagree. It. I disagree. <laughs> Just because Will Ferrell as uh, Leatherface is still the best mashup ever. <laughs> so, um, I disagree with that. Um, but I do think this is a, a, a good, like, path to go down. Just because I feel like I, f- I feel like the John Cena is like an underrated actor. <laughs> I agree. I, I do too. I think he's actually really good. I think the problem with him is he is too big. <laughs> you think he's too big? Yeah, he's too big. There's there's the there is a there is a thing about being too big. Sizeism? Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, because like think about it. The Rock and Dave Bautista are like kind of taller, bigger guys. Um. Cena is like a tall person, but like compared to The Rock and uh, uh, Batista, he's not tall. So it makes him like look smushed, and he looks like a bodybuilder on instead of just like a regular. So do you like, think like guy. do you think that John Cena needs to get smaller then? Because like if you think about it, this he is needs weird. To be like, he needs to look like like to be honest, like Callum now. Because The Rock has gotten bigger. Because The Rock but in also the rock, cool but the rock is smaller way too. smaller. Yeah, yeah, The Rock got smaller as well. So there are movies where The Rock was smaller. Right, like... like It's dependent on the role he's playing. Like, he doesn't just stay the... I feel like he's been permanently big since Fast and the Furious, yeah, like, because five. He, that's because it, like, that role, like, 100% takes, makes him take extra picos. Like, The Rock was so big in that Fast and the Furious movie, he made Vin Diesel look fat. Like, but that movie makes him take extra pico. Like, <laughs> he's taking the pico tacos. Oh, he's got to get those pico tacos. It, well, he's he's, he's Hawaiian. Is it pico spam? Pico. <laughs> like, he's truly, like, getting all of the picos he can get. <laughs> like, that's that's the funny thing about this instance is, like, in the, once he jumped into the Fast and the Furious, he, he was like, uh, I got to take... I gotta up my dosage. Okay, I don't. I, somebody right now is probably saying, "What is our fascination with with John Cena right now?" But could you imagine? Again, we're in this hodgepodge world of of mashup. So it is John Cena's character from his original debut WWE. The Marine. The Marine. It is the Marine. Where his relationship with whatever her name is in that movie didn't last. So he gets married to uh, whoever Mark Wahlberg's with in Daddy's Home. Then gets... So he's a three times now married person. This third time's the charm. And he marries Russell Brand's Forgetting Sarah Marshall's mom character. (laughs) And now we have this mashup going on. Where again... The brand is teaching him how to how to laugh, and Cena's teaching him how to love. 
<laughs> oh my god. I what if we turned it on its head and it wasn't like we haven't seen a like they're now starting to do it again uh just because they just came out with uh Hobbs and Shaw uh with uh, the Fast and the Furious movie that's not a Fast and the Furious movie. Right. Where they took uh The Rock and then they took Jason Statham and put them together. What if you just take two like really big action stars, but also have comedy chops and put them together? So like, like uh, imagine if you put like because right now you have um, you have The Rock, who was a wrestler, uh, that's also an actor, putting with just a martial artist. So like, if you take you take um, Batista and put him with Michael Jai White. Or put Cena and Chuck Norris. <laughs> Cena and Chuck Norris. So this is kind of like a... So, well, first off, has Chuck Norris ever done a comedic role? Because I don't... <laughs> Isn't that what Walker in Texas man, Ranger was? <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> it was, I don't know. If, I, I don't know if you... Yeah, I don't, it was a comedy to me. Like, if you okay. ever watch that show, like... They're good episodes of that show, but ultimately, <laughs> I watched Walker Texas Ranger not for the plot. It was for the overly comedic action that Chuck Norris created. Well, it was it was hammy. I, I will say that is is hammy performance. But no lie, I've seen. I think I've seen every single episode of Walker Texas Ranger, which is kind of hilarious considering if you know my family background, and because. My sister, my brother, even my mom was super into Walker, Texas Ranger. So just imagine this Puerto Rican household watching this, like, stereotypical Texas, like, martial artist. Oh, dude, like, you know, and, but you know what I mean? The theme song. I know the scene, the theme song. Uh, the eyes of the ranger are upon you. Yeah. But um, it just made me bring up uh, an old duo. Hulk Hogan and Chuck Norris. Hulk Hogan, he's been in comedy movies over the years. And you put Chuck Norris. It's the two old guys coming back to bring it back. (laughs) So this is kind of like... You got racist Hulk Hogan. Racist Hulk Hogan. Racist Hulk Hogan, who was cheating on his wife with Chuck Norris's... He's Chuck Norris. (laughs) Chuck Norris. Let's be honest. Chuck Chuck Norris Norris as Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris... Was the original Keanu Reeves? That's true. I mean, especially like Keanu Reeves, in the mime peril in the mime wor- mime world. Wow, in the meme world, it, hardcore, hundred percent. Like now, Keanu Reeves is becoming the the new Chuck Norris. Like if you think about it, if you think about like the pantheon of memes, like Chuck, like Chuck Norris is like the angel of death to Keanu Reeves. Uh, Jesus references because like Chuck Nor- all of Chuck Norris's stuff was, was just how of a badass he was like you know Chuck Norris's tears cure cancer too bad he never cries type thing so you have that and then you have Keanu Reeves's care uh, Keanu Reeves memes which is basically the, the the second coming of Christ which okay I mean the guy's an immortal he doesn't age at all so could and he's like the nicest guy ever he lives in like a normal house. He didn't buy like an extravagant house. He spends most of his money on like uh, his foundations and stuff. Right. I mean, and here's the thing though. Could you ma- like honestly, that's probably if we if all jokes aside, if you take 
something that could actually be a thing, a Keanu Reeves Chuck Norris movie does make sense because there is a fourth John Wick coming out. Like you could li- you could easily like slot in Chuck Norris but into the John Wick franchise. But you don't want to make it an Expendables like type movie. Like John Wick has like it's a good good action film. But that's what I'm saying. Like you but could like, if you put Chuck Norris in there, it automatically becomes campy. Like Chuck Norris after his like his like martial art movies back in the day, he's become really campy. Like I like Walker Texas Ranger Shoot. I'll still watch the show today. But am I gonna tell you it's not campy? <laughs> the person that tried to be Chuck Norris, who ended up like not being able to live up to the mantle, was my boy Jack Bauer. Uh, what a Kiefer Kiefer Sutherland yeah like 24 was basically trying to be Walker Texas Ranger but it, for like the new generation well, it was all it was, he was trying to, it was also trying to be like for some reason we we want to like America wants to have its own James Bond and so I feel like we have one his name is Jason Bourne <laughs> I feel like there could only be one James Bond yeah, there is one James Bond. There's only, <laughs> but there's Jason Bourne. I feel like now we're. Could you? And then the Bourne family. <laughs> the Bourne family. And that's a recall back from uh, a, a few podcasts back, guys. <laughs> but Bourne versus. Bourne. And that's a, that's why he like there's there's double a one two three four that's five true. six. It's got it's got to be so crappy to be like. Double O One, which you would kind of think is like should be like the best, the best double O One. You're the crappiest. Yeah, like it's such a weird spectrum. Like because it's like Double O One through six crap, Double O Eight and onward crap. It's just Double O Seven. And Double O Six, like that dude was a bad guy. Well, yeah, if you're part of the Golden Eye version. <laughs> That's the only one I subscribe to. That's the only one you subscribe to. Pierce, oh, Pierce, back Hashtag when Pierce N64. Oh my gosh, such a good, such a good game. Well, guys, we're coming to the end of this <laughs> podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. I uh, hope this brings up conversations between you and your own friends. Uh, I will tell you, uh, starting tomorrow, there will be a Chelsea podcast that we, uh, myself and Xavier, uh, will be uh, delivering to everybody. Um, we don't have the exact title yet, but by our next fantasy movie mashup, we will be able to provide you the title. So anybody that is a Chelsea uh, football club fan, uh, please tune in. But also, if you're not, you have terrible choices in football clubs. So <laughs> I, I feel bad for you. I, I hope you become better as a person. <laughs> I'm just going to end the podcast with Daddy's Home 3. Let's get hitched. <laughs> Let's get hitched. <laughs> Let's get hitched. <laughs> Hashtag Keanu Reeves and Chuck Norris. Peace, guys. <laughs>